Hello everyone, and welcome to ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. I'm your host, Martyrus, and we're continuing to celebrate my birthday since September is my birthday month. So for this week's episode, number 31, we're going to be playing tracks from video games from some of my favorite RPG and JRPG video games. I'll be playing three from Nintendo, since that's where most of my video game childhood started, and three from the Sony PlayStation series, a console that I added as I got older. I've also got remixes and covers for some of these tracks, which means there's lots of music that's going to be playing. So let's go ahead and jump to our first original track. It comes from the game Final Fantasy, developed by Square and published by Square and Nintendo. It was published on various platforms, starting with the Nintendo Entertainment System, or the Famicom as it's known in Japan, the Game Boy Advance, and the 3DS, and later for the Sony PlayStation and the PlayStation Portable, Microsoft Windows, MSX2, Wonderswan Color, iMode, EasyWeb, and for the mobile platforms such as Google Android, Apple iOS, and Microsoft Phone. This is The Prelude. Composed by Nobuo Uematsu. That was The Prelude, composed by Nobuo Uematsu, for the game Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is a Japanese role-playing game in which you control a party of four members, and each of these members holds an orb that represents an element, air, earth, wind, and fire. Your task is to relight these orbs that have been dimmed, and face the final boss who threatens to destroy the world that you'll be exploring. You'll use commands to attack your enemies with your weapons and spells, and of course to uh, help your party members with spells and items. You'll visit towns in which you'll speak with people and at times help them when they need it. You'll also visit caves and buildings as you find a way to relight the orbs. Now, Final Fantasy was the first RPG that I played on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The track you just heard is the first one that plays after turning on the console and watching the introductory screen. And what makes this track special is that it was a last-minute track that was added by Nobuo Uematsu. It only took him 10 minutes to create it, and now it has become a signature song for the whole Final Fantasy series. Of course, you can hear parts of this original track in other non-Final Fantasy games, and that I'm afraid is going to have to be another episode. For now, let's go to our first inspired track. This is Final Fantasy Prelude Remix, remixed by 8-Bit Players. Thank you. 
That was Final Fantasy Prelude Remix, remixed by 8-Bit Playas. A wonderful remix, and perhaps easier to listen to and appreciate than the original tune. I'm aware that sometimes the chip tunes can be a bit harsh on the ears, so it's nice when someone does a remake using more modern instrumentations. Now, that's not a knock against chiptune music. I like chiptune music, but I also understand that there are some people who have never played video games before, or moreover, there are people who have never played video games from the 8-bit and 16-bit era. So, it would be hard to explain and help them appreciate how the creativity and ingenuity of these composers back then. Yet, it's wonderful to see these remix and cover artists visit these original tracks and honor them, giving them an updated soundscape. Let's move on to our second original track, released around the same time as Final Fantasy. This is from the game Dragon Warrior, also known as Dragon Quest in Japan, developed by Chunsoft and published by Enix in Japan and Nintendo in North America. Published for the Nintendo Entertainment System, or Famicom in Japan, the Super Famicom in Japan, the Game Boy Color, the 3DS, the Wii, and the Switch. Also for the Sony PlayStation 4, the MSX and the MSX2, the PC-9801, Satellaview, and for the mobile devices such as Google Android and Apple iOS. This is Overworld Theme, composed by Koichi Sugiyama. That was the overworld theme from the game Dragon Warrior, also known as Dragon Quest in Japan, composed by Koichi Sugiyama. Dragon Warrior is a Japanese RPG set in a medieval fantasy world. 
You play as the descendant of a long-lost warrior that defeated the Dragonlord long ago, and now you are again tasked with finding the Dragonlord again who had kidnapped the princess. It's a single-player game, so you're pretty much alone for a majority of the game. However, you will have some help from some of the NPCs, some that will give you advice and some that will give you items to help you against the Dragonlord. You'll have weapons and spells at your arsenal, as well as spells and armor for your defense. You'll fight a variety of enemies, including slimes, wizards, golems, and of course the Dragonlord himself. Now, this was the second JRPG that I played on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and I can truly vouch that this was one of the first games, in addition to Final Fantasy, in which I was just grinding for levels. Finding enemies and going back and forth between the town and the area just to heal up and buy better equipment. It was a routine that I enjoyed very much when I played it as a kid. And oddly enough, I enjoyed it again when I revisited the game on the Nintendo Switch through the Nintendo Entertainment System online services. I have definitely played more games within the Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest series and have thoroughly enjoyed them. And for sure, we will definitely visit these games again for their soundtracks. But for now, let's go to our second inspired track. This is Overworld Remix, remixed by Kale200X.
And that was Overworld Remix, remixed by KL200X. Again, another wonderful remix, and here it uses parts of the original track, which is a wonderful callback. With the use of modern instrumentation, you can hear that this remix gives more body and more filling to the original track. It sounds very fulfilled and much more realized. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm using the right adjectives for it, but suffice it to say that it just sounds so much better. And I'm sure I can't be alone in this, because there's got to be someone out there that enjoyed this remix. Oh well. Anyway, let's go ahead to our next original track. It comes from the game Earthbound, also known as Mother 2 in Japan. This is Your Name Please, Noiseless, composed by Keiichi Suzuki and Hirokazu Tanaka. And that was Your Name Please, Noiseless, composed by Keiichi Suzuki and Hirokazu Tanaka for the game Earthbound, also known as Mother 2 in Japan. I have played Earthbound before, and in fact, there is pretty much a whole episode dedicated to Earthbound. That was on episode 4 back in February. You can go back there and listen to it again so you can hear those tracks and their remixes and covers. I played Earthbound with great interest seeing it on the shelf. I mean, it looks like it's a role-playing game, so of course, that's the first thing that caught my eye. And the second thing was that it used a more modern take on the RPG theme, which have traditionally been medieval or fantasy. Instead of swords, arrows, and crossbows, you're using baseball bats, yo-yos, and bottle rockets. And in place of spells, you've got psychic powers. Instead of slimes, golems, and dragons, You'll face citizens and creatures that have been made delusional by some unknown force, and a few 
robots here and there. I would love to talk more about Earthbound, but I think it's much better experienced if you play the game itself. In fact, you can play the game on the Nintendo Switch through the Super Nintendo Entertainment System online services. And while you're often downloading that game onto your Switch, let's go ahead to our next inspired track. This is Your Name Please Earthbound slash Mother 2 Remix, remixed by Kauja. Your Name Please, Earthbound slash Mother 2 Remix, remixed by Kauja. I'm sure it's been said before, and I'm definitely going to say it again. Hearing these remixes and covers makes me appreciate the original track much more. And I definitely enjoy how these artists reinterpret these original tracks. I mean, this remix track sounds much more playful, and I can definitely tap my feet to it. It just sounds more fun and enjoyable, like... Just don't know how much more I can describe it. Now we're going to move on to a next set of games that I played on the Sony PlayStation. When the first Sony PlayStation came out, I was still in college, and I was excited to see this new console system that had these what looked like 3D graphics. The sound coming out of the Sony PlayStation was amazing, and especially the music, because it wasn't just bleeps and bloops that you were hearing you can hear actual instruments being played, and any lyrics being sung. 
the button configurations of the Sony PlayStation reminded me of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. However, this one actually had grips on it, so you could literally hold the controller. And instead of two shoulder buttons, there were four shoulder buttons. Two for the left and two for the right. You know, I could go on and on about the Sony PlayStation, but I think it's time to play some more music. So let's start with one of the first JRPG games that I played on the Sony PlayStation. This is the game Jade Cocoon, Story of the Tamamayu, developed by Genkai, published by Genkai in Japan and Crave Entertainment Worldwide for the Sony PlayStation. This is Legend of Arcana main theme, composed by Kimitaka Matsume. Legend of Arcana main theme, composed by Kimitaka Matsume, for the game Jade Cocoon, Story of the Tamamayu. Jade Cocoon, Story of the Tamamayu, is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place in a world filled with dense forests. You play the role of Levant, a young man who lives in the village of Cyrus. During a festival, the village is attacked by several demons and is therefore cursed as most of the villagers fall asleep. Now, a few villagers are saved thanks to some Nagi magic by an elderly woman by the name of Garai, and he's told that to help the village, there's a rare herb that may help lift the curse. In order to deal with any creatures that he may come across while searching through the forest, he must become what is known as a Cocoon Master, and by becoming a Cocoon Master, he is able to capture creatures and tame them for his use against other creatures. Sounds familiar? I'm pretty sure it does if it pokes your brain a little bit. Jade Cocoon does have a similar mechanic to Pokemon. You go out, you find these creatures, you try to weaken these creatures first, and hopefully by capturing them, you hope that they're weak enough that they will be captured. 
However, Jade Cocoon has an added mechanic in that you need to purify these captured creatures and make them more friendly so that you can use them in combat instead of you yourself fighting. You can also weave these captured creatures into silk so you can sell them for money. And you can combine two creatures to create a new one, thus inheriting the abilities of its two parent creatures. While I have played some Pokemon games, Jade Cocoon interested me much more because of its unique premise. It wasn't just a matter of collecting these creatures. It mattered more to find the best combination to give you the best creature to help you through most battles. I would love for this game to come back, perhaps with some updated graphics and perhaps some rearranged music. For now, let's go to our next inspired track. This is Legend of Arcana, Tale of the Nagi, remixed by Matthias Hagstrom Gert.
That was Legend of Arcana, Tale of the Nagi, remixed by Matthias Hagstrom Gert. I have to say that this remix is definitely grooving. You're either just bouncing your head, drumming your fingers, or tapping your toes. While the original track sounds traditional, and perhaps tribunal because of its percussive use, this remix updates the sound with its use of synthesizers and electronic percussion, taking it out of the jungle and into the club. And again, I wonder if it's possible to slip this track into the regular rotation of club music and see how the people inside would react. Anyway, let's move on to our next original track. It comes from the game Legend of Dragoon, developed by Japan Studio and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the Sony PlayStation. This is, if you still believe, the Legend of Dragoon theme, composed and produced by Dennis Martin, lyrics by Dennis Martin, and vocals by Elsa Raven, a.k.a. Elsa Cornish.
If You Still Believe, The Legend of Dragoon Theme, composed and produced by Dennis Martin, with lyrics by Dennis Martin, vocals by Elsa Raven, a.k.a. Elsa Cornish. Legend of Dragoon is a Japanese role-playing game that, as you can tell from the title, takes place in a fantasy medieval realm. You play as Dart, a warrior who learns that his hometown's been attacked by an army, and as childhood friend Shana has been taken to a prison. With the help of another friend by name of Levitz, you rescue her from the prison, and afterwards are sent to defend a fort city. Now, during a surprise attack, Dart finds out that he has this strange ability to transform into a dragoon. A dragoon is a form that a human takes on that allows him to fly and produce more powerful attacks. The dragons gave the humans the dragoon ability, to allow them to fight against another group of species called the Winglies, who had enslaved the humans about 10,000 years ago, according to the game. So yes, at the time, I thought it was a cool idea that you could transform into a dragon with this powerful ability to breathe fire and fly in the air. Of course, what stuck with me was the battle mechanic. You see, when you initiate an attack, there are these two squares, one small and one large. The larger square is turning and about to converge on the smaller square. And what you need to do is press the correct button at the right time, allowing you to do more damage. I did enjoy playing this game, but unfortunately I didn't get far enough to finish it. Fortunately, I do have the game on disc, so it's just a matter of me reconnecting my PlayStation 2 so I can play it again. And while I figure that out, let's go ahead to our next inspired track. This is Legend of Dragoon, Do You Still Remember? Remake, remixed by Radazu.
That was Legend of Dragoon, Do You Still Remember, Remake, remixed by Radazu. Another impressive remix, I have to say. It starts off slowly with some keyboard work, and then when the drums and cymbals kick in, the synthesizers picks up the beat. What impressed me the most was the guitar work towards the end of the track. You can just hear the guitarist feel the beat. Very impressive, and my kudos to Radazu. Let's go on to our final original track for this episode. This comes from the game .hack Infection from the .hack series, developed by CyberConnect2 and published by Bandai for the Sony PlayStation 2. This is R-Town Zero Delta Silver Aqua Capital Mac Anu, composed by Chikaya Fukida. R-Town Zero Delta Server Aqua Capital Macanu, composed by Chikaya Fukida from the Dot .hack series. If you will recall, I had talked about the Dot .hack series in the previous episode, number 25 I believe, and how much I love this series. If not, you can go back and listen to that episode. You see, I first played this game on a demo disc. And I enjoyed playing it so much that I continued to play the demo disc until the actual game came out. The first part of the Dot .hack series, known as the Dot .hack Quadrilogy, contained four games. They were Infection, Mutation, Outbreak, and Quarantine. The great thing about this quadrilogy is that you're able to transfer your save to the next game in the series. Now, I did manage to finish Infection, and I barely started on Mutation, but life happened, so I wasn't able to continue. I did manage to collect the rest of the series, and believe me, once I figure out how to reconnect my PS2, I will definitely go back to playing the series. What makes this game unique is that it recreated the MMO feel, the massive multiplayer online, without having to actually go online. You'd walk through a town, and you'd see these text bubbles pop up from characters as if they were having real conversations about things, like buying items or meeting up with people to explore a dungeon. Now, I know some modern gamers are going to scream at me and say, Well, what about Sword Art Online? Have you played that game? First, I've never played the game series before. And second, I currently have no interest of getting into it. That's not to say that eventually I'll play the game. It's just that I currently have more immediate needs, such as keeping a roof over my head, having food on the table, clean clothes to wear, and gas in the car. 
I also have games presently that are taking up my time and interest, some of them that are in my backlog. Perhaps once I find the time, I will go and play Sword Art Online. But if I want to be brutally honest, the Dot Hack series will always have a place in my heart. In other words, I stand for Dot Hack. Anyway, I do have to apologize for that little bit. As I get off my soapbox, why don't you go ahead and listen to this last inspired track. This is Stockings by the Fire, remixed by Ryan Davis Music. That was Stockings by the Fire, remixed by Ryan Davis Music. This remix places the original track in a different environment. Use a different set of instruments, add some sound effects, and bam, you have what sounds like a totally different track. This track sounds very homey. You could be coming back from an arduous journey, setting aside your weapons and items, kicking off your shoes, and taking a seat in front of the fireplace. Or you're making camp at a safe spot, surrounding the bonfire as your meal is being cooked on an open pot. Very relaxing as you feel like throwing off your burdens and just sitting in front of this warm spot. I definitely enjoyed this remix and plan to add it to one of my playlists. And that should about do it for this episode. My thanks to you for listening, and I very much appreciate it. You can visit my website, re-vgm.com. There you'll find show notes, track listings, and a YouTube playlist for most of the episodes. You'll also find another page called Info Remix. This has links to all of the cover and remix artists that have been played. You'll find their personal websites, their social media links, any of their works found on such sites as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and their support pages such as Patreon and Coffee. Another page of interest is Staff News. This has links to news articles that are related to video game music. Page updates as I find them. And while you're visiting my website, why don't you go ahead and consider subscribing to my podcast? You can find it on some of your typical streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. 
and other places such as Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Hey, I'm even on Audible. How's that? And finally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RE underscore VGM. Again, my thank yous and lots of appreciation for you listening and subscribing to my podcast. The next episode will be a special one, but I'm not going to tell you who's on stage. You'll have to find out. Well, maybe I'll give a hint. I'll think about it. I'm your host, Martyrus, and this is ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been remade, reorchestrated, and rearranged. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and be safe.